another week. Another talking dirty. Out. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> this week for you, the NBA, we talk all star game. Bunch of stuff getting announced. We'll give you the full breakdown of what we have so far. Then over in the NFL, we recap the AFC and NFC championship games, as well as talk coaching carousel. It's wild, but it's all pretty much wrapped up. And it's crazy what you expect. Then we go over into pop culture where we talk some a uh, couple new trailers, new movies coming out, and of course your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsors? Charlie, do you have anything to say? Yeah. Yes, it. <laughs> All right, Ken's for this painting, 412-784-1577, 412-784-1577. Call them if you need a paint job today in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, as well, uh, with Ken's for this painting, we have betalytics.com, B-E-T-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S.com. Uh, if you're a gambler like me, you need to check them out. Uh, AI-driven data gives you uh, great bets to do, gives you grades each bet you could possibly do from game props player props all that fun stuff tells you what you need to do so check them out saves you money um 25 percent off yeah any subscription with promo code dirty j you'll thank me later let's get into it yeah let's do it All right, God, we're getting to it. Mrs. T's, yeah, dude. Mrs. T's, shout out Mrs. T's pierogies. Um, never thought that doing a f- spur of the moment frozen food items draft that it would turn into an unboxing video from Mrs. T's. Yeah, dude, Mrs. That's T's cool. sent us some sick swag. What would you get? Uh the Rogie Zone shirt, as well as uh, R- Rogie Zone. Pierogi Zone. No, it's Pierogi Squad. Pierogi Squad, yeah. And uh, Colander. And Calendar? Colander. Oh, what's a Colander? It's like a strainer. Why is it called a Colander? It's a Colander. I never Look up Colander. It. It's called a Colander. I spelled that. Uh, it's like Collider, but with the ends. Um, it's not like Collider. It's <laughs> C-O-L-A-N-D-E-R. <laughs> it's a calendar, but with those. Okay. Um, then spatula, oven mitt, nice oven mitt too. And then um the nice little tote bag for it all too. Some coupons. It was great. It was great. So thank you, Mrs. T's pierogies. Um, but how you doing, dude? Would you bang Mrs. T? Uh well, I don't know what Mrs. T looks like. Um I mean if I'm if I'm getting free pierogies out of it, probably. That? Sorry. If I'm getting free pierogies out of it, probably. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, I just got a text from a member at Wildwood. Are you censoring the the Wildwood Instagram account? Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, I am because fucking. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'll reply to him after we're done. All right. All right. Um, nothing good. <clears throat> at work, they did a really shitty uh, renovation job. <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it's caused me a lot of stress today. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, because it's, it's like members are just like commenting about how it looks like a strip club. 
and I'm censoring them. Another, they're texting me at home saying like, "Why are you censoring?" <laughs> oh well. Um, yeah, this so one came came back from Boston for Meteor's bachelor party. Yeah, that's rad. This sweet Fenway, yeah. a tour of Fenway was sick. Tour of Fenway. Yeah, dude, I'm kind of into the Red Sox now again. Oh no, I like the Red Sox. That's a, I I have a Red Sox koozie I bought before I even had that tour. So I said they're the only team that um I don't hate for Boston. Okay. I hate the Bruins, I hate the Celtics, I hate the Patriots. Yeah, that's fair. Red Sox that's I was fair. cheering from when I was a kid whenever they broke the curse. They are the least like a big popular team. Yeah. Yeah, Manny Ramirez, Pedro Martinez, mm-hmm. Johnny Damon. Th- those teams are sick. So I-, I had a tour there, it's cool. Um went to the airport. My flight's supposed to be at six thirty. Um, so I went and did the tour because everyone left early and I was by myself in Boston. They just left you? Abandoned? Yeah, they all had earlier flights. And I was like, I'm fine. Thanks. I wanted to sleep in. <laughs> so I slept in. Check out was noon. So I got left at noon. Yeah. Ubered over to Fenway. Mm-hmm. Did a tour. After the tour, ate some lunch. That's right. Then, then Ubered to the airport. Yeah. And then I was at the airport and I had like five hours to kill. <laughs> so I went and ate again. And I yeah. sit down restaurant, had some Sam Adams beer. And then... um. Oh, yeah, then I watch Fever Pitch. <laughs> Do they just have that on, like, rotation at Fenway no, I, Park? I, no, but I was like, <laughs> I just watched, I just had the tour of Fenway. I was like, I want to watch Fever Pitch really bad Welcome right to Fenway Park. Here, take your DVD Blu-ray edition of <laughs> Fever, Fever Pitch. Pitch starring Jimmy Fallon. No, there was one part, though, where it's like all the movies filmed in uh, Fenway, they're listing them all. It's like, gotcha. yeah, and Godzilla, Monst- King of Monsters, there's a, yeah, there is the there's scene, a scene where that. he destroys Fenway. Mm-hmm. There's another scene. In the hit movie Ted, where the, where the teddy bear falls from the green monster, he yeah. just goes through all of them, and then it's, like, and then it's like, of course, fever pitch. That's but, great. Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, but yeah, all right. And then that was all pretty good. Nice. nice. Celtics game. Fuck the Celtics. Yeah. Fuck Boston. All right. Mba. Mba. Yeah. I can't believe that dude texted me. Dude, you should tell him it was. Uh, I really want to reply right now. Tell him you got a call down from the uh, POTUS, the president of the United States. No, I just might be like, yo, dude, yeah, your buddy's saying how yeah, it's a like bad a look. It's a bad look for members to say our club looks like a strip club publicly <laughs> for all to see. Uh, it is funny. I'll give the guys that. Yeah, it's funny, but it's also like kind of annoying how they think it's like from a big your deal. standpoint. You have to censor it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't blame you. I I I do support their movements though. I know, dude. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna reply, to the dude. Yeah. Oh, all right. NBA. We'll do NBA real quick. Dude, you should just far. comment from the Wildwood account and be like, "You familiar with cheerleaders' entrance that much?" <laughs> wow. <that's our> <laughs> back. Like, yeah, just clap back. So at he him. put he put hot. Dude, like, just turn it into like the Wendy's Twitter. Like, just be savage. <laughs> I'm playing. Oh yeah. I don't want to, but but when members are saying the club looks like a strip club. Yeah, it kind of forces your hand a little bit from a business standpoint. Like, you're on the clock. You got to, you know, you got to present yourself for the uh, country club. (laughs) Or you just get strippers in the country club and then it adds up. It just falls into place at that point. That could be that could be a cool business idea. Oh, that's Charlie. Um, that could be a cool business idea though. Just a country club where you go to golf and there's also strippers. 
I've had this theory. I've had that forever. <laughs> no, so I had since college. Yeah. My fifth year, me and Grizz mm-hmm. would, would smoke and like listen to like Greta Van Fleet, and I just throw ideas out by them. Yeah. And I said we should buy if we get the, like the KDR chapter to all pitch. I got all the on my <laughs> throw money in to purchase a golf course. Yeah. And we would run it, and it's like. Free to KDR members anytime to come golf in this course, but it's also open to the public. So it's half private, half open. The only way to get into the country club is by joining KDR. And we'll have like a place for your clubs on the cart, but we'd also extend it to the hitch a little bit and put a keg on each cart. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it's just like fucking like, like speakers in this thing. Like You need to arrange drivers on the uh, carts though, because you can no. have people just drunk driving. Well, fuck it. <laughs> you can't you can't encourage it it happens but it happens everywhere yeah yeah but you can't like you know outright encourage it with the keg on the cart uh um, well you can but you shouldn't um Who cares? what would the name what would the name be uh Tittees? capo delta golf okay tit tees tits and tees wow yeah, strippers. the car girls are all strippers they're basically naked yeah yeah or i mean honestly if you're a stripper like that probably be good money too Members only. Members yeah. only from nine a.m. to noon. And nine a.m. to noon, all the car girls are naked. <laughs> and then at twelve, they get their clothes on. <laughs> and that's when it opens to the public. You have like a horn that goes off, like yeah. clothes on. Like only the members of the club get keg carts. <laughs> Damn, that'd be funny, dude. You'd have to keep it on the DL so the wives don't find out. Uh, every every cart is like blue and orange. Honey, you're going golfing again? Yeah. Dude, we could just take this from it's dirt. the third time this week. What we could just make this a Dirty J idea if you want in. I mean, yeah, I'm down. It sounds like a good business idea. And make it like a gust where like you have to be invited to be a member. Yeah, yeah, no, because it has to be kept. The, the The strip club aspect has to be kept yeah, secret. You can't. You have to. You have. You can't apply. You have to be asked by me or you. Yeah, yeah. But every time, every guest we've ever had has a chance to join if they want to. Yeah, I would agree. It's so like G Baby Raw yeah, Meter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida Dave, Stalter, your cousin Zane, my little cousin Marco, <laughs> seventeen. Um, Zane, who's a father. <laughs> um, do we have anyone else on ever? Oh, Owen, yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam from Cleveland can drive in if he wants it. Slice and Kev, slice and Kev. Don't bother, dude. Dude, they they do have I'll a standing right tea time eight a.m. every single week. Uh, Devin and Amber, yeah, and the yeah. only chick to ever have a. Yeah. Membership there is the only other chick to have as a guest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Devin's golf, so he'll never have to deal with this. <laughs> It'll be fun. All right. Then we have like a lot of people trying to get on the show. Like, dude, let me in. <laughs> um, dude, also, I just want to note, we are watching the Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl games. games. And this is a great one. I, I honestly haven't been paying attention since the greatest you have catch to, It's a punt return, but you have to keep holding the balls you caught previously. Okay, okay. So it's a machine that kicks it up in the air. Yeah, yeah it's like the... Uh, chubby bunny game that you'd play like where you stuff marshmallows in your mouth yeah it's awesome that's it honestly i'll give hats off to the creative minds behind these games because some of them hit but it's also like what the pro bowl was before was so much better yeah dude i saw a, a sick play from like back in the day where uh a linebacker i forget his name wasn't like a huge name mm-hmm. intercepted it off Kirk Cousins when Kirk Cousins on the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. And as he started returning, he's about to get tackled, so he pitched it to the uh, uh, Talib, mm-hmm. and Talib ran it. Talib, yeah, keep nice. Talib ran it down most of the field, 
And then right when he thought he was in the clear, Kirk Cousins came out of nowhere and strip tackled <laughs> him, and the NFC got the ball back. Damn. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. That's hilarious. And then the, remember when Sean Taylor laid out the punter? No, I didn't watch the uh, Pro Bowl run that time. I think the punter was like a fake punt. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm asking you, you don't remember it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I've seen the clips all the time. It was like a fake punt, and the punter was running it, and Sean Taylor wrecked him. <laughs> Did not hold back at all. Like, put him in the ground. And because of that, we have flag football now. Yeah, now we have <laughs> this punting game, which is fun, though. Yeah. Is that Joey Porter? Marvin Mims Jr. Like, that looks like Joey Porter Sr. He does kind of look like Joey Porter. He looks more like Joey Porter than <laughs> Joey, Joey Porter, Porter Jr. Jr. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Some of these guys I've never seen without helmets on. It is weird, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Steelers I see, but, like, I never knew that's what Mims looked like, Marvin mm-hmm. Mims. Yeah, because you only get their, like, introduction video at the start of the game, like, very yeah. briefly. Yeah, I never pay attention to those. Speaking of that, well, I guess we'll talk in the NFL, but I, I, was, I remember I was watching the Ravens, uh, what was it? I think it was the Ravens-Texans game a while ago, whenever that was going on. And I remember the Texans defense, like, they didn't get their introduction to, like, almost halftime. Because, like, the defense just wasn't on the field that much. Jeez, oh, I was, like, watching, I was like, what do you mean the intro to the defense? It's, like, the end of the second. Yeah, what the hell? But anyways, yeah. NBA. Sam Laporta. Um, we should have on that because we're just talking about it. That's fair. Uh, no, the member did not answer yet. Okay. NBA. First, we'll do Players of the Week, Players of the Month, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Players of the Week, we got Devin Booker uh, from the Suns. They went 2-2, two and two, but he had a 62-piece game Yeah. this yeah. week, so his average points is 42 Five rebounds and shooting 63, 64% from the field. All right. Um, I'll kill a brew. Look. Steelers. All right. Oh, I want to see if Kelly catches this. He has five balls already. He doesn't have it. Oh, he caught it. Wow. Wow. The record holder. Ray Lewis is trying to murder him now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Next, we got rookies of the month. Yeah. For the first time this year, we do not have uh, Jaime Hawkes. We have Brandon Miller. Okay. Who... Weird enough, also killed it. Um, helped someone kill a guy. So right there is Ray Lewis. Speaking of Ray Lewis, <laughs> Brandon Miller gave the gun to a guy who killed someone. Um, sixteen points, four point one rebounds, two point four assists. And then um, Victor Robinyama was from the West, twenty four points, nine point six rebounds, three point three blocks per game. Okay, that's crazy. And the players of the month overall are Devin Booker, thirty points. 4.4 boards, 6.3 assists. Um, the team was 11-5 in the month of January. And then for the Cavs, Donovan Mitchell, the team was 11-2. He had 28.6 points, 5.2 rebounds, and 7.6 assists. All right. <coughs> Cavs are on the up. That's surprising. Yeah. There's a couple teams on the up right now. Uh, the Knicks have been pretty hot, even though Julius Randle's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that is um, kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, which okay injuries? Julius Randle out weeks with a shoulder injury. Yeah, two to three weeks. He'll be reevaluated in two to three. Your weeks. thoughts? Um, I mean, it's hard to be that concerned because the Knicks have been playing out of their mind recently, like you kind of alluded to. Yeah. Um, but I think it will catch up to them because not only has he been out, he's been out obviously, but OG Anubi's been out a little bit. Yeah, this past, this past he has week. Been. So. I don't know. It might catch up. So that, that I mean, was a game to game one. So I don't have that one. But, but it's yeah. also a good opportunity for like the rest of the team to kind of develop like the young role players to uh, kind of get some minutes and yeah, that's always a good thing for uh, you know playoff purposes. So 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it for now. Like, it could be worse. It could be way worse when, when your, your second best player is hurt. It could be a lot worse. Is he the second best? Yeah, he is. You, you are so <laughs> delusional. <laughs> I'm just very anti-Randall. Okay, who the hell is better <laughs> than Julius Randall? OG. Not J- Jalen Brunson. OG. No. <laughs> Statistically and, like, figuratively not. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why you hate Julius Randall so much. I think morale-wise. <laughs> How do you know morale? Like, you're Dude, not in morale. that locker room. You watch a couple playoff, you you watch a couple playoff games where they lose, and you see Knicks fans go boo, and you're like, oh, yeah, boo. They've been 14-2 and two recently. Yeah. So? Yeah, since they got uh, OG. So you're saying Julius Randle is bad for morale? No, I'm, That's what you just said. I, I think OG is better for morale, and I think morale is a huge aspect. <laughs> You don't know what the fuck you're talking about with morale and all. All right, I'm just trying to get my. You're just saying. I'm just, I'm just trying to just establish my soapbox. Have, you, you're yeah. You're saying morale because you know that's when you can say, and there's no statistical proof about it or against it. So you're just saying it is. Look, man. Because because you know George Randall's better than OG. Look, man. I'm not too keen on the NBA. I'm just trying to get my five minutes here. All right. <laughs> trying to stir the pot a little bit. Joel and B underwent MRI. Yeah. Yeah. He has a reoccurring leg injury. <clears throat> um yeah, they, he's playing here and there, but he's missing a lot of games. So he's gonna be out of the playoff I mean MVP discussion here soon. He does have like what, five games to play with? Yeah, he, he um last week he was plus one fifty to win. Okay. Uh this week he's plus eighteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Because he's gonna most likely miss the rest of the games. MRI, I didn't see the results of the MRI, so I don't think it said anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, like major, but like they're trying to get the bottom. Of like, hey, what's wrong with this fucking leg? Some people, some of the analysts I was watching was suggesting they just sit him for the rest of the year until they need him. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, like you sit up like, if you start losing and not like even, not even the entire year, like give him like five or six games in a row, mm-hmm. let him play two, then give him another five or six games in a row. Yeah, like you might as well just like you him sit him for a while. If you're in like a position where you gotta win games, then. Put him out there, but I don't hate that idea. Then you could bring him in for the playoffs at be- like at best case scenario, and then he's fully loaded. It's not a bad idea because mm-hmm. they need him in the playoffs. So if if he fucks around and plays too much, and they never figure out this injury, yeah, then damn, like, mm-hmm. again, it sucks. Um, and the last one was Ben Simmons came back off injury, <laughs> played one game, then went back <laughs> on to injury. I'm assuming that's going to be a recurring thing with him because of yeah. a recurring injury. Like he's probably going to play like one or two games, sit a game. One yeah. or two games, sit a game. I don't know why that story was popping up so much on my feeds, but all right. I mean, he's not really relevant anymore. So my, my buddy has been saving on fans for some reason, <laughs> and he texted me like, "Bro, I want to do. I don't know who to cut for Ben Simmons." I was like, they, "Cut they, they Ben Simmons." Me, yeah. Then he gave me like he said like, uh, "Should I cut Bojan Bogdanovic or should I cut?" <laughs> I forget the other person, and he like gave me the options, and I said Ben Simmons. <laughs> he's the one you should cut, yeah. even if he plays all the time, which he's not going to. He's not going to get like two points and six rebounds. Mm-hmm. Like Bojan on the sheet pisses is going to do way more for you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Ben Simmons a bum. Good defensively, bum. Uh, trade rumors: the deadline is on next Thursday. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, three p.m. Uh. 
so we I'm sure we'll see a lot more trades going on the next week. Next week we'll have probably so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, of course it's Super Bowl week. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, tomorrow. Next week's podcast will be like five hours. Yeah, um, but there the trade the only trade that happened since the last trade, which was Terry Rozier, um, is the Grizzlies are trading Steve Adams, who just to remind everybody he's out for the season, uh, to the Houston Rockets for Victor Oladipo. <laughs> And three second round picks. Eh, it's not bad. I don't know. I mean, it's just two hurt guys. Yeah, it's it's a weird trade. Even if Victor Oladipo isn't hurt, he's hurt. But like, he never plays. Like he hasn't played much in the last like what three years. I don't even know if he played. I don't. I don't remember him playing at all this year. That's what I mean. Like, like I don't know if he's playing. Like, why are you? Know. Why are you giving up that much for a guy who hasn't played in like three years? Oh, here we go. Update. I was gonna look for. I don't do it. Look for what's it called? Um, the Victor Oladipo is his stats this year. Yeah. And break, not breaking news, but just got really sad. Um, John beats out indefinitely. Oh, wow. And this, so they, 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 they listened. They literally just, they are, yeah, are you bugged here, dude? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, he hasn't played this year. Okay. Or last year or the year before. So whatever. Gotcha. Whatever. Um, some rumors. Talk about all the law of rumors uh, last couple weeks, so I'm not going to keep reiterating the same ones. Mm-hmm. But this past week, there was a rumor that the Warriors went to Steph and said, listen, <laughs> if you want to blow this thing up, we'll blow it up. <laughs> if you want to keep Clay and Draymond, we'll keep Clay and Draymond. Steph, come here. Come here. You, you see this button? This will blow up the whole thing. Now, you can press it. <laughs> yeah. I won't tell anybody. If you press it. We'll keep you trade everybody else. <laughs> yeah. But if you want your buddies since you've been in the <clears throat> league to be on your team again, still let us know. Uh, it came out today that they are not trading Clay and Draymond. So yeah. Steph Curry must have hit, hit him with the no deal. Yeah, shut, the, shut the box. No deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I, I kind of get it. He already has the championships. Yeah. He already has the money and the fame and the status. Just play with your buddies. What a shitty thing for the the team to do. Hey, hey, you want to just this is, like this is on you. Backstab your teammates. Yeah, this is on <laughs> you. Your brothers. You want to trade your brothers? Yeah, like that's kind of fucked up. I'm um, starting to think. Uh, do you think Steph retires a warrior? Absolutely. I'm. I'm, I, I'm not so sure about the other two. I think maybe yeah. off season those two are gone. But I think Steph is the type to not leave. And like you said, he already won mm-hmm. the accolades. So yeah, like, like what four? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Back to back with KD, one before that, then one mm-hmm. after that. So he has four sh- rings with them and a recent one. He too. has an MVP. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of titles and records. scoring records. Yeah, if I'm him, he's already kind of older. He's probably thought thirty two, thirty three. Mm-hmm. So he probably only play another five years. Don't move your family across the country. Stay there. Retire yeah. a hero. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think if you make it through the tough, the thick of the woods, you should just stay. Yeah, at this point, he's just going to retire. Like warrior. LeBron had to leave to get a ring. KD had to leave to get mm-hmm. a ring. You stayed at the team you drafted you, and you want a ring. Just stay yeah. there. Um, but yeah. So I got for the trade rumors so far. Okay. Like I said next week's going to be a lot. Headlines. A recurring headline. Yeah. A recurring headline. A re, uh, recurring segment. Harden in the paint? No. Uh uh, quotes. Players we thought already retired. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marcus Saul. <laughs> Marcus Saul, I saw that. Officially <laughs> retires from the NBA. He was not in the NBA yet this season. So, 
I thought he retired already. I swear they just do that just to remind you that they hey they were active. You could have had him. You could have had him. Yeah, he is. He has not played at all this season. Yeah, and all of a sudden I see oh he retired. Like dude, I thought he did. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know. So he retires from the NBA. Uh, on top of that, the team announced they will retire his jersey April sixth. Okay. So Marcus All is getting his jersey retired by the Memphis Grizzlies. Arguably, not arguably, I think the greatest Grizzly of all time. Um, he's been there from 08 to 2019. He remained the franchise all-time leader in minutes, uh, starts, baskets, free throws, defense rebounds, total rebounds, and blocks. Then on top of that, he's second in the franchise for games played, points, assists, offense rebounds, double doubles, triple doubles. Fair enough. He's third in all-time franchise for steals. Oh, that's crazy. He's a big man. And yeah, he's a center. <laughs> he's a center, and he's good uh, for him. Dude, he's second in assists. Also, shame on the Grizzlies for just having a terrible franchise. That's what I mean. And it's the only yeah. thing. Like, he's would he be the best? And like the Raptor ever? No, no, no. He got no. traded to the Raptor. He was on the Lakers for a little bit. Would he be the best Laker ever? Obviously not. Mm-hmm. But the Grizzlies are so bad that like his eleven year career there, like he he, he pretty much out. solidified himself until maybe because like with Jaw, I don't know about Jaw. Yeah, true. Yeah, he, could I crumble. Being a Grizzly forever, and it were like. Just getting suspended by the league for not like his gun addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his gun addiction. Yes, I have no idea. All right. Um. Yeah, it's cool. The Nets. Yeah. Gave Kevin Durant a video a tribute, uh, a tribute video when he returned to Brooklyn this past weekend. <laughs> Before the game, someone asked Kitty about like. The, a possible video And he said I really hope They don't give me a video <laughs> They like, gave he him was, one He was like I don't want a video <laughs> And they gave him a video Then after I didn't write it down uh, Because I, it was a really Really like long one I, was, I figured I'd just paraphrase mm-hmm. But after the game People get, were asking him About like His time in the Nets And he was like It's a failed experiment Yeah he referred he's to his, honest His Nets tenure Is a failed experiment Yeah After they gave him A video tribute Yeah that's At least he's honest oh, Yeah Do you see that the Suns Core with Kevin Durant has played more games now than the Nets core. It's crazy. <laughs> and then another thing said about that failed experience, like people just gave up on it too early. Yeah, yeah, they all did. They all folded. Yeah, which it makes me. I mean, they, they were it, all. It, big it is pro Kevin Durant that he was like, that he's kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm, honest about. I it. wanted to try, uh-huh. but the other guys were like, no, nah, I'm out before they even really got an honest effort. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which it adds up because Kyrie and Harden left before mm-hmm. he did. So Harden was first. <clears throat> yeah. Um, speaking of that, Dame got a standing ovation from Portland. As he should. As he should. Um, then the Blazers beat the shit out of him. Then the Blazers won. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they spoiled his homecoming. Um, before the game, too, Dame was saying, like, yeah, it's going to be emotional probably being back here, but. Yeah, they, yeah. Anthony Simmons had buzzer beater in overtime to beat him. Nice, funny. Nice. Last headline before the All Star stuff: Rajon Rondo got arrested for uh, a drug and gun possession, which is a misdemeanor. Um, you you told me to look at the mugshot. The mugshot's funny. It, <laughs> it does like not a look like it looks Rondo. like a Rostamon, <laughs> yeah. which makes sense because like it looks like Ramen Rondo. Yeah, apparently <laughs> he got pulled over for a traffic violation. The car smelled like dank. So the guy said, I'm going to search it. 
and he found like a like a gun and a bunch of like it said drugs, but meanwhile, the beginning said it smelled like marijuana. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. fact that there's d- differentiating between uh-huh. marijuana and other drug paraphernalia and drugs makes me think there's probably like coke or something in there too. Yeah. The, the worst part about it is he had a kid in the garden. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I got reading the uh, that the picture from the finals the- looks a lot worse now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was drinking champagne. The kid was just slamming champagne next to him. Yeah. It's- <laughs> And now it's like, he, what's this kid gonna be like? Man? For having drugs and guns, in the <laughs> yeah. Car with him. yeah, that's crazy. What a fall from grace. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's not gonna like affect affect him because he's retired. No, yeah, yeah, he'll be all right. He'll, be, he'll he's bail out. Millionaire. He's already posted bail. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he won't go to jail probably. probably no, fine. No, I'll probably get up probation. Yeah, community service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Daddy daycare stuff. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy shit. Yeah. Um. All right, we got a lot of headlines from the All Star Weekend. Okay. Um, first, they just announced, which I'm glad I went back. They announced the rest of the All Star team, so the entire team is set. Um, we have the starters. A screenshot. Give me a second here. From the East, uh, the captain is Giannis. The starters are Giannis, because remember they're going back to East and West. Okay. This is the first year they're going back. Okay, gotcha. Um, in the past, it's like you it was a draft. draft and everything. Mm. So these, this is a, they're back to being normal. Um, but the captain is Giannis. It's Giannis, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, and Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously like Joel Embiid's probably gonna get replaced with someone on the reserves, but then the reserves will get someone else too. Okay. Um. From the West, LeBron's the captain. You got LeBron, KD, Joker, Luca, and SGA. They're gonna the, beat the shit out of them. Those are our uh, the Western <laughs> starters. <laughs> is a scary team. Now for the bench, we have Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Tyrese Maxey. Mm. Julius Randle. Okay. The guy you think is not good and is not the second best player. So like two Knicks are all stars. All right, all right, relax. Jalen Brown, yeah, Bam Adebayo, and Paolo Banquero. Okay, good for Paolo. Mm-hmm. And then on, oh yeah, by the way, it's Julius Randle's third time being an all star. Okay, Jalen Brown's his first. Okay. From the <laughs> West, we have Steph Curry, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Davis. Dude, Steph Curry being reserved is crazy. <laughs> I know, but that's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, They're gonna kick the shit out of the East. Oh yeah, they have the first time All Stars: Jalen Brunson, Paolo Banquero, uh, Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. I believe SGA and Halliburton are also first timers. Okay. On the other aspect, LeBron. This is his twentieth time being an All Star. Nice. Which makes him the number the the most wow most all star teams anyone ever. He didn't make it his first season, and then he made it twenty straight. This is on his twenty first okay. season. Gotcha. Guess who he passed? It's not trivia. It's more of a guess who he passed to be the all time all star game participant. Um, Kobe? No. Dwayne Wade. This guy probably wants to murder LeBron. Uh, Jordan? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
Uh, he breaks okay. another Kareem record. Like, I didn't think he'd be Jordan, He's breaking but... all of Kareem's records. Yeah. Including the yeah, most all-star. Yeah. So, the, so the, the top list, so the top five most all-star game appearances is LeBron. Mm-hmm. 20, Kareem at 19, Kobe at 18, so it wasn't a bad guess. Dr. J at 16, Dunk, uh, Tim Duncan at 15. Okay, okay. Michael Jordan's actually at 14, <coughs> number eight on the list. Uh, and Kevin Durant's at 14. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, he probably hates them. Yeah, you know? I mean, at this point, I feel like he just accepts defeat. Like, yeah, he goes to the Lakers, takes over, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beats your score record in a Lakers uniform. It's yeah. the star game. Oh, yeah, probably hates them. Um, here are the uniforms. I I like them. I don't know what people online are saying, if they like them or not. I mean, I like them. I think, I think the, uh, what was the red? East? West. I think the Wests are better. I'm not a fan of the it's East. West is always red and the East is always blue. That's always how it's been. Yeah. That, I that's mean, how the logos are, too. Do you ever see the logos? Eastern Conference, Western Conference logos, like the Westerns, red, Easterns. Okay. Um, but I like the pinstripes. Yeah, I think it looks better on the red variant, but the blue's all right. And it looks, looks like, it's like the colors are off-white a little bit, too. What makes it? I don't know. It's vintage. It's cool. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then, so the dunk contest, we still don't know 100% yet. The three-point contest, we don't know 100% yet. Okay. But Damon Lillard already committed to the three-point contest. Wow. He is going <laughs> for a record. Not record, but he could be the seventh person to get back-to-back three-point championships. Okay. Three-point okay. contest wins. Um, the other six are Jason Capano, uh, Stojanovic, Mark Price, Jeff Hornacek, Craig Hodges, a bunch of like no names. Okay. And then Larry Bird. All right. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I don't think the dunk contest is announced yet, but let me see. I believe, I remember reading that Jaime Hawk has already committed. Nice. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Mac McClung is back too. Oh, okay. So I think Mac's for sure. And I think yeah. Jaime's for sure. Okay, cool. I don't know. I'm looking to see if there's any other. Um, names committed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not. Just those two so far. Um, and then the last one is the Rising Stars teams. Okay. So uh, those Rising Stars are the people who play, uh, who are like the freshmen and sophomores pretty much, like the rookies, second years. Um, we got, don't, you don't really know the top one because he's on Wizards. I'm not going to even pronounce, try to pronounce his name. Okay. Uh, Ke- Keontae George from the Jazz. He's that rookie guard who's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Hawkins from the Pelicans. Scoot Henderson, who's been playing great. Mm. Chet Holmgren, obviously running for, in the running for Rookie of the Year, so he's going to be on that team. Okay. Uh, Jaime Hawkins. Derek Lively from the Maver- Mavericks. Yeah. Brandon Miller, who gave a gun to a guy who killed someone. <laughs> Uh, I don't know this guy from the Warriors. I don't want to say his last name. Kaysen Wallace from the Thunder, and then Victor Webinyama. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, right. a, that's all I got so far. Sounds like good. I said, next week we're going to have a little shit ton of stuff. Yeah, it will be a big one next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the trade deadlines, everything like that. All right. Well, with that. Take it to NFL. Take it to NFL. Yep. Waiting on Talking dirty. 
All right. NFL. Let's get into it. Starting off with the championship round recap. Um, so first up, we had the uh, early game. We had the uh, – what was it? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I pulled up the uh, score. Ravens yeah, Ravens versus Chiefs. The Chiefs did win 17-10. to 10. Um, Ravens didn't really even show up, honestly. They kind of stunk the entire game, and the Chiefs just did enough to win. That was my understanding of the entire game. Thoughts? Yeah, all right. Uh, take it to the NFC Championship. Go ahead one more time. <laughs> no, yeah. that's pretty much just the gist of it. I have uh, more members bitching at me for taking that down. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, the, the Ravens just pretty much didn't show up, and the Chiefs just did enough to win at that point. Yeah, I mean, whenever... Like, they didn't really astound whenever me. Whenever you only scored 10 points in the AFC Championship... Yeah, yeah. That's that's a bad look. I mean, they completely just threw their... They ran the ball down people's throats all year. Mm-hmm, then they mm-hmm. get to the AFC Championship, and they, they don't run it, like, at all. Dude, and they were just like... Yeah, they weren't trying to run it at all. And furthermore, like, there were so many plays that I was seeing that... You just had the middle of the field wide open. And not that I wanted the Ravens to win, but, like, Lamar Jackson could have taken that, like, 10 yards easy. Mm-hmm. Like, he just was not scrambling. It's like they just decided to change their formula to a passing game, and it was failing miserably, and they just committed to it. Mm-hmm. But then we go over to the NFC Championship game, and we had a hopeful first half. The Lions were up, like, what, 24-7 to the first half, and then uh, ultimately folded. In they were the, literally waving goodbye to 49ers fans. Yeah, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he did the ultimate fuck up there. Um, so then we had the uh, – 49ers come back to win. I think there was like 21 unanswered points at one point. Uh, they won 34 to 31. A lot of s- slander going on to Dan Campbell for going forward on fourth down when he was within field goal range on two occasions. Um, really bad look whenever you lose by three points. It's one of those things, though, like if it works, it's going to look great. But if it doesn't, then you look like a giant idiot. Yeah, and it didn't. And he looks like a giant <laughs> idiot, especially yeah. – He's there was one where I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Well, he so he didn't go for what he didn't go for it what, three times. Well, there. So the first time was like the most egregious to me because they were up like twenty f- and a half. Going yeah, into half. they were going into half. They were already up like ten, to seventeen points. So you just keep piling it on, keep piling it on, and they're just like, "No, we're going for the touchdown." It's like, why? Like, if I was playing Madden, I would have kicked it. Like, you're the underdog here on the road. I guess a team like the Forty ers like I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, then the second one. I think was another egregious one. Mm-hmm. No, second one was no second one was I think the only one I agreed with. Yeah, it, it wasn't as bad. But the third one to not try to tie it, mm-hmm. that was stupid. I thought that was very stupid. Personally. Gotcha, but. gotcha. Um, but all right. Then uh, I mean the other thing too the post game, like Dan Campbell was just like, yeah, like I told everybody like that might have been our last chance. He said that. I was like, why are you telling the team that? Like, I don't know. The Lions have been on the up the past, like, three seasons, and they've constantly been improving. And just to, like, be like, that was our last shot is crazy to me. Yeah. That is wild. <laughs> like, like you're still going to keep the majority of your team for next year. They're, they're young. They're and they're young. Contract. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's outside of Jared Goff, the whole team's pretty young. Like, I don't know. That's your first team. That's your first chance, not your last. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I was really disappointed whenever the 49ers won, but, you know, it is what it is. Kittle with the hilarious 
post-game interview, he was like, you kind of see like his hot mic during the entire game after the fact. He was like, I can't wait to say this at the end of the game. And he was like, they had us in the first half, not going to lie. <laughs> I so, see that. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. So he was like all hyped about that. I thought that was hilarious. I, I remember from this game, was I was drunk in Boston screaming, where do I kick the ball? <laughs> and then like talking to like my buddy's dad, like, what the fuck are they doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we have our Super Bowl set. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be seeing the Chiefs face off against the 49ers. Um, you see what Taylor said to Travis after the game? You care? Are you one of those people giving up on this Travis She's, she's going to give him the teethiest blowjob ever. Dude, why are you slandering Taylor <laughs> Swift? I'm kind of over the whole Taylor Swift shit. Did you take her, her, her poster down? Huh? I don't have a poster of her up. You, you took it down? You didn't have it up? You didn't put no, it up? I think I uh, got rid of that after college. Those in your other places in the first studio. I think I might have it somewhere stored away. I don't have it hanging out. Damn, I can't believe you're giving up on Taylor. No, so it's it's more like Damn. I think I don't blame Taylor for all this shit. I just like I'm so tired of the media just like constantly with it. It's just like guys, come on, like <laughs> it's just getting annoying to me. And honestly, Travis Kelsey is getting annoying to me as well. Damn, dude! Like Hate the it. whole uh, the whole pregame with the Ravens where he just like tossed Justin Tucker shit. Yeah, well, which I, I don't know get into that whole thing. Can I tell us about yeah, 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 yeah. Um, after the game, Taylor ran into t- Travis's arms. Yeah. And uh, someone picked it up. He said something like, I love you so fucking much. And he, to, he kissed her. Then she covered her mouth and whispered. But people were like fucking like boosted the audio and like shit. And she said, like, I'm so fucking turned on right now. Or I'm so turned on right now. It's crazy. Like, you, you don't really picture that side of Taylor Swift. I know. That's why I didn't know if you saw it or not. That's so funny. I'm trying to find it. God. Yeah, she covered uh, her mouth and it's like, uh, I'm so turned on right now. Yeah, here, here it is. I've never been so turned on in my life or something like that. Jeez. Yeah, you could actually probably hear it in the Damn. audience. Damn. Yeah, I did hear it. Ever, ever, she doubled down to ever. Damn, I'm still Team Travis and Taylor. I still like them both. No, I I think they're a good couple. I'm just so tired of the media. I'm tired of the NFL constant with it, showing how much Taylor Swift stuff because then it makes people online like fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting tired of people saying that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm because of the frequency of Taylor Swift, more and more people like complain about that. And it's like those jokes are just kind of getting old to me. I, like I do have an idea on how we could end it all, though. What? Um, we find out where Travis Kelsey's room is at at the Super Bowl, and we order a bunch of escorts to it. Uh, that'd make it worse. A, a, a horocopia, if you no, will. That'd make it, that'd make it way worse. <laughs> if, if Travis, like, got, their relationship ended because he was fucking, like, banging a bunch of prostitutes in Vegas, that'd be so much worse for Twitter. <laughs> so funny though the better would be <laughs> them getting married and just like all right yeah there's already a prop bet on them proposing i, I know feel. this is like the this is like the honeymoon stage for the public with this relationship after a while no one's gonna really care about this relationship yeah yeah after this year it's gonna be way less maybe if the chiefs win opening night when the banners raised taylor will be there they'll, they'll... yeah if they go into this next season with this crap i'm just gonna be so over the nfl i think by the end of the season they won't really be I think it's the old news, but I think you'll see it the first game mm-hmm. next year. I, I can see that. Um, but sorry, good, good about the uh, Travis Kelsey and the Justin Tucker thing. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I had a bunch of shit from, like, the championship week. Um, first off, quick little thing I'll mention is the Chiefs defensive end, Charles Amenhi, suffered a torn ACL in the championship game, so he's not going to be able to play in the Super Bowl and might miss some time in the beginning of the next season. Um, Rough. That's pretty much the only injury that I saw, though, for the Super Bowl teams. Um, going into, like, some of the headlines for the week, like, from the championship weekend, uh, we had Justin Tucker versus Travis Kelsey. A lot of people saw the video prior to kickoff at the Ravens-Chiefs game where Justin Tucker was kind of, like, practicing kicking field goals. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were around that area, like, practicing, you know, throwing balls and shit, getting ready for the game. And Tucker was not moving and, like, had his shit, you know, everywhere around them. And I guess from what I was able to figure out from, like, everybody's story on it was Justin Tucker is a guy who always does this to try to get in the other team's head. And Patrick Mahomes was like, hey, do you mind, like, moving a little bit so I can, like, throw the ball? And he was like, sure. So he moved a little bit. And then Travis Kelsey kind of barreled in and was like, hey, he asked you to move and just tossed his shit across the end zone. I love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm team Travis I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, it's kind of a dick move. I don't know. No, so I heard <laughs> from Travis' perspective on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. Explaining it all. Where he said, you're allowed to do that. A lot of special teams guys go on the other person's side of the field warming mm-hmm. up. And usually it's not an issue. People don't do anything. Yeah. But he was like right in the way. Yeah. And he was being a fucking dick about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, and he was, that's a direct quote. He's being a fucking dick about it. Yeah. And like he would like, they would say something to him and he like, he'd give like a little smirk and like, Shit like that, and, yeah. he, and he was like, which I can see from a Ravens player. And he said, "I could." Justin Tucker probably thought he was joking around with us, and we weren't joking mm-hmm. around, and that just escalated everything. Initially, uh, he doubled down on like, "I'm not apologizing for this," because he was being an asshole, and he's like, he was putting his helmet where Patrick was throwing, and mm-hmm. that's like, he could easily get hurt. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I came in there and started throwing shit. Um, initially though, I was kind of like, "Well, where the hell else is he supposed to practice? Like, there's only two field goal posts, like." And yeah. I feel like Patrick Mahomes would have so many more areas of practice on the football field than right by the end zone, but I don't know. Yeah, but like I said, I think it's on their side of the field and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it. Uh, no, you're good. Yeah, I, I, no, I get you. I get you. Um, explanation he gave. Then there's another kind of funny thing going into the Chiefs game. Uh, Kadarius Tony was announced that he would not play prior to Sunday's AFC Championship. Um, the Chiefs came out and said that he was injured. And then subsequently, I I don't know if it was during the game or prior to kickoff, but Kadarius Tony was on live, and I guess somebody asked him like, "Why is he not playing?" <laughs> he said he was like asked like, you know, what's the injury about? Yada yada. And Kadarius Tony pretty much said that he's not he's not hurt, and it was like a pretty much a sham almost. Damn, <laughs> I did see that. There was funny like deep fake edits of like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in interviews. Saying like, yeah, we told Kadarius to not <laughs> play in the game because he's brick hands and stuff like that. And uh, so I, 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 I don't know. I feel like Kadarius Tony, that whole experiment's done. I, I forget who said it, but I remember hearing someone say like, basically word this whole story like, yeah, Kadarius, we were like trying to save face and help you out and maybe get you a job next year. And not saying you're hurt. Yeah, and you're just like... And now I'm you're out hurt. here just saying, like, I'm not hurt. They didn't want me to play. <laughs> yeah. We're politely saying you suck. <laughs> Sit down. And we yeah. try to help you save face, and you're just not doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And then, so following the AFC Championship game, Travis Kelsey did pass Jerry Rice to become the all-time leader in receptions in the postseason with 156. Rice had 151. Trivia. 
Can you main, r- name the remaining top five? All-time postseason? All-time postseason receptions. So we have Travis, we have Jerry Rice, we need three more. Three more. I think it's going to be Gronk. Gronk is number four Okay. with 98. Mm-hmm. Mm. One might be surprising, but it makes sense. I think it's going to be... These are all recent or active. Antonio Brown? No. So he won a couple playoff runs, and I figured he's just number one target. One strike. Steelers never made it that deep in the playoffs. Antonio Brown's at Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 but like consistently. Yeah, but but we consistently made it, and he was a number one receiver. That's why I guess. Not really with him. I mean... Made every year with them, pretty much. We didn't have a playoff win since 2016. 2016. Yeah, but we made them. Yeah. These receptions. In the postseason, though. I mean. Yeah, but you can lose a postseason game and still have like a shit ton of receptions. Yeah, but you're going to have more if you win more games. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I got it wrong. You don't have to just <laughs> go into why I got it wrong. You Show say your wrong. work. Show your work. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um,. Mike Warvin. No, you said recent. Uh, we'll go... Recent or active. Des Bryant. No. Three, two. Man, probably another Patriot. Probably Edelman or something. Edelman is three with 118. Okay. Next one's active. I might... This might be way off. I'm going to say Cooper Cup. No. Because he went to two Super Bowls. It's Tyree Kill with 96. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, cool little fun fact there. Heinz Ward's also deeper on the list, too. Mm-hmm. Nice little Steeler thing there. Cooper Cup wasn't a bad guess. No, Cooper Cup wasn't That's a bad guess. That's my best I like guess. that guess. Yeah. Because um, he went with Jared Goff, and he won mm-hmm. with Matt Stafford. All right. All right. Next headline before going into the coaching carousel. Uh, kind of good segue point. Steelers owner Art Rooney sat down with media and talked about the current state of the team. He reiterated that he supports Mike Tomlin, but is tired of our losing streak in the playoffs. We have not won a playoff game since 2016, and we were even the one seed in one season um, and lost that initial round in the divisional. To so, the Jaguars. Yeah. So what do you think the odds are that Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat after this? Very. I think so, too. I think just the fact that there's rumors this season for like a day yeah. that he was yeah. going to step away mm-hmm. makes me think that something's happening. If nothing good happens this year, mm-hmm. they're just going to step away again. And kind of a future tease to coaching carousel, but. Vrabel. Vrabel would be he's still sick, out there. dude. And he's not going to get dropped this year, probably. And also, Billy B, if he's still around. It'd be weird. Yeah, I don't want to jump ahead either to either of those. So yeah. So we put yeah. a pin in that, but like. <laughs> They, I don't think either of them are going to get a head coaching job. So that, that they're going to be available for pluck next and year. And the Steelers are a good team, and that's the kind of mentality we and need. Vrabel for played playoffs. for us. Yeah. He played sick, for us. Sick. Um, I love Vrabel. And Vrabel is the type of guy who would be the Steelers. He's a He would be guy. the Steelers coach for 30 years. Like yeah. just, he's the type that fit 100%. that archetype where he – and we just hired his boy. Mm-hmm. We're getting too far ahead, but – Yeah. Tinfoil hat. We fired his – we hired his coming. offensive coordinator. So, so if Tomlin's out, yeah. if Rabel comes in, he already has his guy to see. It's, it's to the point where I'm almost like silver lining. If the Steelers lose the playoffs, that's something I can look forward to next year. I think so, too. But anyways, let's get into the uh, meat and potatoes of the coaching carousel. Um, starting with some of the more recent ones that just released. Uh, 
Dan Quinn is being hired as the commander's new head coach and a surprising move. Um, Dan Quinn back in the head coaching gig really well, stunk it up with the Falcons, but then went to the Cowboys and was successful with the defense there. So he's getting another shot here with the commanders. I don't think it's a bad hire. I think it's a bad. I don't think in general, Dan Quinn's a bad hire. Yeah. But I think it's a bad hire because those two guys we've not mentioned are still out there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they stood with a 15 in blackjack. Yeah. They, they were like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. You could, we'll you, take this. You could hit, try to go, go big. Yeah. Most people would hit in that situation and go for Billy B, but mm-hmm. eh, Dan Quinn. Like, and, and we were kind of talking off pot a little bit, but like, they obviously it shows with this hiring they want to get the defense back on track. They did get rid of a lot of their defensive players, but Dan Quinn is a guy who can like definitely add some good defenders up to improve the mm-hmm. defense in the draft. Yeah, like I said, I think he's a good coach. I just mm-hmm. it's tough, but yeah, yeah, defense. That's I mean, I feel like that's always kind of been. Their bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for the last like decade. Yeah. Um, even like when they brought in Rivera, that was like the whole mindset too, because he was more of a defensive guy as well. But you would think they're high they're they're gonna draft a quarterback, young talent early this year. Don't you think you would want an offensive mind? W- would you would you draft a quarterback though? I think I don't know if I would, but I think they are. Like, I yeah, true, true. Like is it a good move to do? I don't know. <clears throat> But I think this was going to happen. I think if one of well, those top of, quarterbacks is there, you do it. But if not, go defense. Number, they're number two. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it's, it's going to be like Caleb Williams. And then yeah. like they have their pick of the litter between Drake May, J.D. McDaniels, Michael Penix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to. Yeah. Uh, and then next up, the Seahawks hired Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as a new head coach. That is now the third Mike Mick in the head coaching mix. Wow. Yeah, I thought of that whenever I saw that hiring. I was like, how many Mike Mix are we going to get, dude? What team is he on? He was on the Ravens as the defensive coordinator. What team just hired him? The Seahawks. The Seahawks. He is actually going to be the youngest head coach at age 36. I'd be sick if they play the Dolphins next year and the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, All all the Mike Mix play. They might play the Cowboys because the NFC, they usually play more frequently. Um, But, yeah. So, I think that's a – Good idea for a hire for the Seahawks. You know, they definitely have struggled defensively. This is a guy that can, you know, come in with a defensive mind and help out the team. Their offense has been singing in recent years. They put up a good amount of points. Geno Smith, you know, whether he's going to stay or go, you still have DK Metcalf, Jackson, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, mm-hmm. and uh, some great running backs as well. Ty Lockett. Oh, Ty Lockett. I think he's a free agent, but they might keep him. Who knows? Pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, next up. Bills promoted their linebacker coach, Bobby Babich, to D.C., defensive coordinator. I think that's a good in-house move for them. Mm -hmm. Then the uh, Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, informed the commanders mid-flight to D.C. that he's going to be staying in Detroit. This kind of led to the Dan Quinn hiring we mentioned earlier. Kind of funny. It was just mid-flight. He just, like, called them up and said, hey, hey." (laughs) turn this plane around. Why, he's saying? No, why? Because he said he wants to win a Super Bowl. Nice. I like that. And, and he, thinks, he thinks it's the best chance of sticking with the Lions. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because, I mean, you're going to go to the Commanders. You're going to stink it up for at least two more years. Yeah, he's basically pulling the Kobe. It's like the job's not done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then next up, the Steelers are going to be hiring ex-Falcons head coach Arthur Smith as their new offensive coordinator. I've been torn on this for about three days. I understand why it's a good move because of as an offensive coordinator he's proven himself 
He's good with the run game, and that's kind of what we're like looking to continue as a Steelers offense. But it is just so painful to me that after Matt Canada and all the you know disgruntlement with the offense this past what five years, we go for the guy who just had one of the worst offenses in the NFL last year. He no, I, I'm I love this move, <sighs> and I because of everything you just said. But he's off. He, his track record as an offensive coordinator is good. Yeah. His track record yeah. of head coach is not good. Those two don't correlate. It just kills me, though. He wasn't an offensive coordinator in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what are you going to do about that? Like, mm-hmm. nothing you can do. When he was an offensive coordinator, he got the most out of Derrick Henry and the rest of the running backs. I think right now our running backs, our running game is the most important thing to us. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I think it's a great hire. Experienced. I like them better than most of the people out there. Um, the only other person I would like more maybe is Cliff Kingsbury. That's who I wanted. But I still think Arthur Smith better than any other option I've read. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I said, I get why. I understand why it is a good hire, but it just kills me inside at the same time. And you know what made me think is a good hire? <clears throat> I texted a few group messages, guys. I think yeah. I like this. I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. And everyone said I think I do too. All my friends said I think. Yeah, I do. that's what. And then I went all... to Twitter. Yeah, everyone was shitting on it. I was like, oh, well, Twitter's yeah, a talk successful mm-hmm. where any move that would happen is a bad move. Mm-hmm. The people I talk to one-on-one say it's a great move. Yeah. I think it's a good move. Okay. Okay. So I'm happy with it. I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a good hire. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Browns are hiring former, former Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey as their new offensive coordinator. Um, cool, I guess. Yeah, that's another guy who's tied to us when we interviewed. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not with him. Uh, and then the Eagles, they hired uh, Chargers offensive coordinator Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator and Vic Fangio as their new defensive coordinator. I think Vic Fangio was confirmed last week, but not Kellen Moore. I think Vic Fangio was heavily rumored last week. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was like a f- basically official, but the papers weren't signed yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Kellen Moore, it's, it's a good move for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was great for the Cowboys, wasted over in the Chargers last year because Brandon Staley sucks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and now a good system. Yeah, I, th- I think I think those are good moves for the Eagles. I think, um, so too. I think those are nice, like, formidable faces with resumes that mean a lot. And if they fail with this, then they're in sh- official shambles. I think so, too. Like, the, like, rebuild kind of shambles. I think so, too. Um. Next up, the Falcons, they went out and they hired Raheem Morris from the Rams, defensive coordinator, as their new head coach. They also went out and acquired Rams quarterback coach Zach Robinson as their offensive coordinator. So Raheem Morris going to get his bo- his boys from uh, L.A. There we go. I think that's a good move for the Falcons there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like we've been saying, this with Mike McDonald and Brian Qu- or Dan Quinn. Um, they want to improve the defense, so they're going to bring that defensive mind in here to step things up. Yeah, and they – yeah, they – the deep Rams defense has been great for multiple mm-hmm. years now. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Panthers hired Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales as their head coach. Bad move, terrible move. Did you see? I told you before, before, but <laughs> yeah. I'm so prompted like you didn't see. Okay. Did you see uh, that he wrote a book? No. About like ten years ago, when he was the uh, quarterback coach of the Seahawks. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's him and his wife co-wrote it together. <laughs> It's all about how he cheated on his wife, and he's a big scumbag alcoholic gambler. That is fantastic. He definitely got caught cheating on his wife, and his wife was like, all right, now you got to write a book about it. Yeah, yeah. write me a five-paragraph essay about what you did uh, and yeah. why it was wrong. 
That is hilarious. Yeah, and it's like one of those things when he was like OC and quarterback coaches, no one knows about it. No one cares. Yeah, he gets tired. tired, Someone's like, oh, there we go. Here's the weird shit. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what Tepper saw in the uh, in the Bucks offense last year that he was like, I want that guy. Baker. I mean, he got the most out of Baker. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, the AFC, the NFC South was shit. And they barely they, won that. They beat the Eagles. They, well, they yeah, put up a lot we, of points we, against the Eagles. We all called that, and the Eagles were in shambles. But, uh, all right. And then the last thing we kind of alluded to with the Steelers talk earlier, but this does leave Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel as the only coaches that were not uh, that were fired to not find a new position, which is just astronomical to me. I think whenever – all the coaches were kind of circulating. Mm-hmm. I'd say the three best coaches available were Harbaugh and those two. Yeah. And only one of them got hired. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably put Billy at one, Vrabel two, Jim at three, personally. I would want Harbaugh, Vrabel, Bill. Actually, reverse. Okay. I feel like – I don't know about Vrabel. That one's, like, baffling me. But for Billy, I'm feeling like he must have gone into these interviews with a list of demands a mile long. I think I think I honestly think that's what the issue is. With the, mm-hmm. Sorry, um, I think that's what the issue is with the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, I think he basically went in there and said like, "I want to run everything like I did in New England," and they're mm-hmm. like, "No," because it was awful. Yeah, and that's what happened. Which, it wasn't awful until like the last two years where you lost your franchise quarterback. Which, yeah, exactly. What are you gonna do? Like, and then you, <laughs> you, then you did not. His draft has been awful lately. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They kill Harry Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I. Even the roster moves, like Brand- the free agent moves, yeah, have been bad. Too. All of them were great when Brady was there because Brady was the Parker one who was folded. Yeah, Juju. Mm-hmm. Juju was a bad signing too. Uh, Hunter Henry, he immediately went there and sucked. Yeah, I mean, he had moments. He had, he wasn't yeah. like the worst, but yeah, no, I, I, it, it I was definitely a fail. I definitely think uh, losing Brady lost your bargaining chip for all these free agents. Come play with the best quarterback ever. Oh, he's gone. Come play with Juju Smith-Schuster. And Mac Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and all of our best players are on defense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I think, yeah, I, I think he shouldn't be in control of whatever team he's at. At least give it a year. Yeah, maybe like it's something in the contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if also, if I'm Belichick, after this round of interviews, just announce you retired and don't get a job. Not a bad idea. He Stay definitely... Face. I, I think he definitely – there is, like, some rumors circulating that him, Brady, and Gronk are going to do some type of uh, broadcasting booth. Yeah, like a studio show. Yeah, yeah, which I think that could be cool. I hate the Patriots of that dynasty, but that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool because Belichick knows so much about football. Yeah, I mean, Brady obviously does too, and then Gronk's like your hype man. Gronk's your Charles Barkley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, you definitely hear about all the stories from their time together and shit too, like – I don't know. They'd have a good chemistry. Gronk would be uh, Chuck. Ernie's EJ be- would be Belichick. Yeah. yeah. Shaq would be Edelman. And wow. Kenny get would Edelman be, in uh, there. Tom Brady. Wow. That and Edelman would be- and Gronk would just like third jabs. Yeah. Like, the whole yeah. I could see that actually. Because Edelman's great too. Mm-hmm. Like he has a, a podcast. I just tune yeah. every once in a while too. Yeah. He's all. been floating around all the other ones too. Yeah. He, he he's a good like presence. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Take it over, kind of a early preview stuff for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Uh, the Chiefs will wear home red, and the Forty ers will wear white. Since two thousand four, teams that wear their white jerseys in the Super Bowl were sixteen and three. Hmm. Just throwing that out there. 
I did see a, con- a conflicting stat though with the moon shit. It's going to be like a waxing moon, I think, for the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs are like really good during that. Um, then the Chiefs are currently underdogs, which I don't know why or how, because Vegas just likes to piss us off, I guess. Uh, Mahomes is currently ten zero and one as a road dog. Is it technically a road game for him though? Exactly. Mm. And he's an underdog. Um, no, I'm saying is this technically a road game? Probably not, right? Considered. Um, I think. So this stat probably won't matter. I think since the 49ers are the better seed that they are. And then why aren't they wearing their red? I don't know. They kind of do weird shit with the jerseys. Um, uh, next up, Tiesto will be the first in-game superstar DJ for Super Bowl 58. That's sick. That's kind of cool. I don't even know what that means. They have a DJ like booth like yeah. in the stadium. I think normal games have they have DJs at it. Okay. Yeah, they got Tiesto yeah. for this one. That's sick. That's kind of cool. I like that. Uh, and then last but not least, Nickelodeon announced their broadcast of the Super Bowl will feature SpongeBob playing Sweet Victory. Wow. Your move, Usher. Mm. I, Atlanta, I, know, I know what halftime show I'm going to be watching. In Atlanta, don't, don't, didn't they do uh, Sweet Victory with Travis Scott? Yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> the same. It wasn't what we wanted. But that's that's a power move by Nickelodeon. Is I, it, I might switch broadcast at that for the halftime show. Is it, though? I think it is. But if you want to watch Sweet Victory, I can pull it up right now on YouTube. Yeah, but they're gonna do the it. They're gonna do it legit. It's gonna be like never seen before. Yeah, but I could also just YouTube the Usher concert. You after could, the game. but you can YouTube a Sweet Victory now. You could have YouTube Sweet Victory. Yeah, but it's not gonna be years. like they're not. It's not gonna they're gonna pan to the jumbotron and play Sweet Victory. If it's that, then that's lame. I think what they're gonna, gonna do something nutty. I don't know. Get real sponges and starfish to sing. Listen to yourself, man. They come out of the ground. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's all I had for NFL. We don't have pickums because there's no game this week. So, with that, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom! You looking for this? All right, and let's get into pop culture. Leading up, we had a new trailer for the uh, new Ghostbusters movie, Frozen Empire, their second trailer. Um, we got a chance to watch it and looks, looks funnier comedy wise than the, uh, first remake, but in the answer reason, because there's just a lot more Bill Murray looks like, yeah, yeah, true, true. And then, um, but other than that, it, it, it still looks bad. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be great. Yeah. If I have nothing to do in a talent theaters. I might use a free ticket to go see it. In the That's fair. I, not, I'd I'm stream like, it, not go see it. Yeah, I'll be able to get only if I have like a free ticket. I have nothing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah, nothing really else from that movie, honestly. Um, next up, Dune Part Two unveiled their new popcorn buckets. Did you get a chance to see them? <laughs> the uh, the dussy they're calling them. Um, they are hilarious. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's essentially the idea behind it is it was a dune sandworm that was coming out of the popcorn bucket with all of its like teeth and shit in the middle, and it resembles a uh, a pocket pussy. Yeah, yeah. I'll the, just, the dussy. Just say it out loud. The dussy. Um, <laughs> and that's what everyone online is talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. People were like. <laughs> 
<laughs> people are like going to the Dune movie, buying like eighteen popcorn buckets. <laughs> <laughs> um, hilarious. I love that the internet got behind on that one. Um, but yeah, Dune two will still be good. But massive fumble on the back for the popcorn bucket. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Ugh. And then uh, next thing I had was uh, an SNL biopic from 1975 is in the works. That is going to be sick. Yeah, it looks cool. The uh, casting includes Lamorne Morris as Garrett Morris, Dylan O'Brien as Dan Aykroyd, Corey Michael Smith as Chevy Chase, and Matt Wood as John Belushi. Not bad. Yeah. Lamorne Morris. Why do I know him? He's in uh, New Girl. Uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Winston. Yeah, he'll be okay. good. He'll be good. I, I, I think it's a no good cast. No more than Michaels yet, huh? No more Michaels yet. No, not yet, not yet. At least from what I saw in this little report for it. Um, but yeah, it looks looks kind of good. I'm excited to see footage of that. Yeah, that's uh, who, good who's premise. Doing it? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Did you pull up the actors or something? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I just wanted to. Um, See if there's like a casting for Lauren Michaels or something. Probably, yeah. He might just play himself. I mean, that's Sony though. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Hey Sony, make a movie about an NDC product. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, and then the last thing I had was James Gunn casted Millie Alcock as Supergirl in her own live action movie titled Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, okay. I love the casting. I don't hate it. It was the first person that James Gunn said that he was like envisioning for the role. So I'm glad they landed her. She killed it in House of Dragon. Killed it in House of Dragon. I think she's a great actress. And I think, you know, it's a good look, too, for Supergirl. Um, So I think it'll pan out well. I'm I'm starting to think that James Gunn's DCU is going to blow MCU out of the water. I think we'll have a lot of takes like that Mm -hmm. early on when you shouldn't. Yeah, maybe. Because I think I think what's gonna happen is people are gonna go into DC or the, whatever the DCU mm-hmm. with the glasses of Marvel sucked since Endgame. Yeah, yeah, and just dismiss how good everything before Endgame was. Yeah, I'm not saying it'll surpass Endgame stuff, but I, I think it'll easily be current MCU stuff. Current MCU is it's gonna it already is better than current MCU. Yeah, yeah. Just the promise and what the visions are of it is better than current. Uh, MCU stuff But if James Gunn Kind of utilizes The MCU formula Like Easter eggs You know End credit scenes And shit yeah. like that It it could uh, Okay I don't disagree with that Sentiment at all mm-hmm. I, I I would have Over the overarching MCU Yeah yeah but yeah But I don't disagree with It's gonna beat the current Yeah 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 By a lot um, But that's all I have for movies And I really didn't have Anything for TV So anything you want to Toss in for Uh Movies or TV? Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched Saltburn. Yeah, how was that? Too? Awful. <laughs> so the story was not bad. There's just so much unnecessary shit in it that made it like weird, unwatchable. Like, yeah, yeah, I got you. He slurped coming out of a fucking drain. He ate a girl out while she was on her period and had yeah, like, blood all part of the Red mouth. Sea. And like, and that's like, this is unnecessary for the plot. Yeah, yeah, and the plot was so good. I not so good. <laughs> it was like a seven and a half out of ten. But then you add this come, you add the period, you add <laughs> the whole last scene is so. Him. That's why they call it salt burn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the whole last scene, he's dancing with his dick out, flopping around. Yeah, to murder the dance dick. floor. 
Okay, I, I don't know that song actually. It's all, all over TikTok and Twitter now. Uh, uh, it's it's okay. an awesome song. Gotcha. It's murder on the dance floor, but you better not kill the groove. It'll probably pop up on my feed now. We're talking hey, about hey, it. hey, hey, um, It's from like 2002. That got a huge research because this movie. Yeah, but it's just him literally dancing. There's a whole mansion just flopping his helicopter to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm probably not gonna see the movie. <laughs> just the, once again, the plot's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's just like those scenes. Mm-hmm. I get that. Eh, so oh. be it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's take it over to music. I have a headline for music. Okay, okay. You want to go? February 9th. Really? We got a date. Most, this is like <laughs> almost every single source said. Yeah. No, okay. Like they re, they released they released a track list. Mm-hmm. Three volumes with fifteen songs on each. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, yeah, like it, everyone's like it's almost guaranteed to drop the ninth. Okay. Okay. Like before the rumors, whenever I was like maybe New Year's Eve, maybe this. Mm-hmm. I'm pre- like my buddy who's like really tapped into Kanye. Yeah. Is like no, it's like, conf- like confirmed. Okay. Okay. Like I say, he did like a concert with uh, somebody over the weekend. Basically confirmed it. Okay, I uh, I think it was Travis Scott's. I think yes, I, I think okay. it is. he came out with a, a, a Jason mask on. Okay, um, I'm still not gonna hold my breath until it's out, <laughs> but just get ready for <laughs> yeah, it. But I'll, I'll prepare. You gotta get ready for it. <laughs> um, getting your jams of the week. I only had two for you this week. One that you're gonna hear a lot of, and I kind of fuck with it. Uh, Justin Timberlake's back with his new sing- singles, Shellfish. Yes, yeah, so Selfish. I Shellfish, <laughs> Shellfish. I, an airport when I was in the airport of Boston mm-hmm. right before I watched Fever Pitch. Yeah, I was eating and uh, it was I saw him. I saw him on the Clay Clarkson show talking about it mm-hmm. and performing it, but it was on mute. Ah, uh, okay. So I did not hear. Yeah, it it's kind of it's kind of like a classic JT vibe, a little bit more uh, somber. Mm-hmm. But I fucked with it. It's probably one you're going to hear a lot on the Is radio. It about the abortions like he had with Britney Spears. I think so. Actually, that's what I'm hearing. Um, so I don't know, but. That that's that's on the playlist, but my jam of the week is going to go to Paul Russell, back in action. Say cheese, say cheese, yeah. Absolute banger. Um, the guy's been doing great so far for jams of the week. Yeah, it's out. Nice. I I knew it was. I, I mean, I heard it. Yeah, yeah, you showed me it was comment, but it yeah, came it came out as well. So good, good there. I'm pumped. That Paul Russell's pumping out another jam. He uh, had a bop already with Lil Boo thing. And now this, so like the guys, the guys soaring right now, dude. When he released Lil Boo thing, he was just still working his like desk job. <laughs> That's wild. Because I followed him ever since Lil yeah. Boo thing was first like not released, released but like the sound. Yeah, I followed him because I wanted to keep up with see when it dropped. Yeah, and I saw a video of him like literally calling his boss like, "Hey, I think we we'll give this music thing a try." And the boss was like, "Good luck, man." <laughs> and it's like a video. He posted a video of him quitting his job. Damn, damn. Yeah. All right. Well, um. So yeah, that's your jam of the week. You can check that out on the Spotify Talking Dirty Jams playlist, where you can also catch the podcast there as well as on Apple Podcast. Ryan, how about our closing statements? Yeah, uh, sh- shout out to Betalytics, B-E-T-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S dot com, B-E-T-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S dot com. Check them out if you are a gambler like myself. Yeah, um, it really pays for itself too. Dirty J promo code gets you twenty five percent off already from subscriptions, but. Like if you bet a lot or you bet every night or whatever, just check it out. Yeah, they give you winners. It helps out. Exactly. Their their AI knows more than your dumb gambling brain, so why not give them a chance? 
I think at the very least, just use it like you know for a nice little confirmation. If you're thinking a certain way and you see the AI oh, yeah. saying it too, that's right. That's what I usually do for wagers of the week. I think of something, mm-hmm. and then I go in my legs and say, "Oh, let's see what they say." Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's they they graded a B minus. Mm-hmm. You know what? Probably that probably will work. Yeah, like I feel like if I gambled and I saw the AI was saying something, I was saying something against what I was thinking. I probably I'd would second guess it. Yeah, I'd second guess it for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, I, that's happened to me a few times too. Yeah, I've not, I've not placed bets and it saved me money <laughs> that way. But um, yeah, T Chains line of the week. Oh yeah, Kids Brothers painting. How can I forget them? Four yeah. and two seventy four one five seven seven. We have to get my door painted. Maybe I'll call Ooh. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs. T's pierogies too. Oh yeah, thanks, Mrs. T's pierogies. Yeah, plug maybe. Who knows? What if they sponsor us? <laughs> I'd take a sponsor if they send us two free bags of Mrs. T's a week like coupons <laughs> I mean I'd do it for free <laughs> Jeff just make them start, start shouting yeah I mean T's. I won't tell them that but you know I really would yeah they're gonna start listening they're gonna be avid listeners <laughs> now and they're like oh wow we, we, oh, we got them they're gonna do it for free the sorry sons of bitches <laughs> yeah um wow what if they what if I would be a sponsor for them for free, if we get to hold the finish line for the Bissettees Pierogi Pierogi race. Wow, that's, yep, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> just oh, one yeah. time. Yeah, just once. That's Just all. once, they get a year's partnership. Uh, yeah, it'd be huge. Partnership. Yeah, it'd be huge. A thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. We can uh, use Betalytics to gamble on the race, too. Oh, my God, Betalytics yeah. has Chiefs Chester rated a B plus. They got to mm-hmm. go with them. Um, who's your favorite Pierogi? Mm. Um, the red one. You know Sam. Sal. Sal sauerkraut. Actually, no, wait. He did change recently. It's sauerkraut salt, salt for a long time. Uh, but now okay. it's bacon burt. Oh, bacon burt. Okay. They got jalapeno hannah. Yeah, I knew jalapeno hannah. Oliver onion. Okay. They brought potato Pete back. Potato Pete. He was retired. <laughs> they pulled him out of retirement. And then there's Sheechester. <laughs> nice, nice. Potato Pete was my favorite. And yeah. Then he retired. Yeah. So then I became a... Uh, Cheese Chester guy. Okay. And then he came out of retirement, and it's like, I'm kind of very well team Cheese Chester, so I don't know. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, Two Chains Line of the Week. She cutie pie. I ate all the crust. Short and sweet, to the point. Yeah, no, I didn't like what it rhymed with it, but I thought that was a good little one line. Like, Man, you're cutie pie. All the crust. <laughs> yeah, that's my W. Yeah. See you guys. Peace. Out. I'm doing well This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Stay of my right girl, wrong time.
Thank you. 